Hey everybody! Welcome to a brand new episode of Pillow Fort Pub. It's been it's been a hot minute, but uh, we're back. Uh, <laughs> who who are we? Uh, I'm I'm Anime Flux. Uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts Hisact and Renezuel. Hey Hello. Guys. And uh, today we have special guest Sabu. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, guys. Glad, <laughs> glad to be here. Sabu, uh, Hizzy and I were talking earlier, and we kind of consider you uh, sort of one of the old guard as far as hentai <laughs> is concerned, because I know you've been around, at least on like Hentai Foundry and, and those kind of uh, sites, like you've been around since, what, like 2008, 2009, something like yeah. that? Yeah, I, I, I started posting online on Hentai Foundry, and it was back in 2000, the end of end of 2008 and the beginning of 2009. So you're coming up on basically like 12 years. Same as me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, me, me, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's true, that's true. Uh, it's actually funny. These days I was looking through my hentai foundry favorites and I was looking at, oh, this, 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 this artist was really good. And I started to see so many artists that I don't see anymore there. I said, well, I seems like I mean, I'm I'm here for a long time because there's too many people who don't post anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm I, guilty of that actually. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> there, there's oh, some still around though. Yeah. Yeah, there, uh, there's some people there that I would I would like to see new art from, but yeah. Is it just is it just on Hentai Foundry or is it just like you can't find them anywhere anymore? I some some of them like Green Green Griffin, I think that's the name. Oh fuck! Yeah. I love Green Griffin. Yeah. What happened to Green Griffin? I I, I think <sighs> I think they're they're still on Twitter. Sometimes they post there, but not art. Um, oh okay. But oh my god! A, a lot of Griffin. a lot of folks I don't see anymore. Like Black Chain is one that I used to love. The, the, oh, love world, Black uh -huh. Chain, and uh, Fudo Wing. Yeah. I, I spent so time looking at Futowing's paintings because I really liked the, the way they they, yeah. they use the brush, brush strokes and all. But there's some people I, I couldn't find anything anywhere. So it was kind of, yeah, kind of sad. But, well, you still hear this. There's new people around. So it's, it's, always, it's always fun. Yeah. Man. Green Griffin, blast from the past. Yeah. I haven't heard that. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Green Griffin. Yeah. Uh, I should go through my old favorites and peep some old stuff. God, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't even looked on yeah. there in so long. Uh, sorry, crazy. did I cut you off? Huh? No, no, I'm just thinking about like some of the, like, I wouldn't. I have, a, I have a notoriously bad memory, so if someone ha doesn't mention someone after a certain period of time, I'll sometimes forget about them entirely. So he's, you know, he's dropping names, and I'm like, oh man, yeah, yeah, <laughs> same, yeah. same, absolutely. But there is some other other people I remember from the time, and they're still around and still doing a lot of stuff. Like uh, in case he, I, yeah, I, he's still he, around, but I don't know if he's on, around on Hentai Foundry. Yeah, I don't think he's around that I found it so much, but he's still yeah. creating stuff all the time. And there is, uh, he was Sparrow, Sparrow Rosalito, that now goes by Studio Pirate. Oh yeah, we oh, uh, yeah. we host him, Studio Pirate. Yeah. Oh, nice. He he's on. Yeah, the, he's on, cool. Yeah, and he is on, on, on of the the old ones from that I found. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
glad uh, still, uh, there's still some some folks from from the time there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, well, you guys, we are old. Yeah. yeah. So, it, are you still actively using Anti Foundry a lot, or have you transitioned over with a lot of a lot of the other people? Uh, uh, what what happens is that after I, I was never super active like in the community. I just post a lot and try to reply to all the comments, but I'm not very like participant on any community. So I'm still mm -hmm. using Hentai Foundry just like I, I always use, They're just posting stuff and uh, replying to folks. But today, you like after some time, you realize you cannot depend so much on just one platform. Yeah. So, yeah. So now yeah. I use Reddit, uh, use Newgrounds, and Twitter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got to update my Newgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I, I had a Newgrounds. I have a... <laughs> I keep telling myself on like random times, I'll be like in the shower and I'm like, I should update new grounds, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like, you know, I'll be just sitting on the toilet and like, man, I haven't updated pillow fort in a minute. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And then once you're out, you're like, you forget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man. I just use Twitter, honestly. That's pretty really much uh, Twitter. And I mean, obviously our websites, but you know, that's mm -hmm. not, not social media. Um, well, on the subject of, you know, being around for a long time, Sabu, like, it's been, you know, roughly 12 years now since you, you hit the scene, so to speak. <laughs> um, you're still going strong from what I've seen on your Twitter. You're involved in a lot of projects, whether it's Sex Arcade or, or other other things. Yeah. Um, how do you, how would you compare it now as to, like, way back when you first started like is it is it easier do things happen more organically for you or is it like uh um, you have to see what what's popular or you just kind of do your own thing the the thing is when you when you start um like for so when you you're working for so long there's there's like some expectations from well, the type of work you create yeah, and some series that you when you run a series for too long, uh, people want to see more of that. And I, I was like, today I can say I have more fun with my work because a few years ago, a few years ago was a lot of learning. I was like heavily learning. I I, I was still trying to understand what I'm doing. Uh, mm -hmm. So drawing it was much less about the content and much more about to how how to make this work, how to make this picture look well. Sure. And today I'm still, of course, learning. Everyone is still learning, but if I have something in my mind, it might take a while, maybe easier or, or harder, but I can do what I want to do. So I've not seen that that last two years, I've been much more concerned and much more interested in the more abstract part, like storytelling and characters. So... I feel uh, like, yeah. Yeah, so, so like today is, if I'm doing what I like, what I want to do, I'm having more fun than I had before. But if I'm doing something because I need to do, is not as enjoyable because I'm not learning uh, much more from that thing. If I need to do a sex arcade pick and I'm not feeling it, I, I, I can't say I will enjoy the process as much because there's not, not many 
that there's not much stuff to figure out anymore. Yeah, it's more... you're, you're doing it by by rote almost. Yeah. So it's not you know uh, a deconstruction or anything. You're just kind of doing what you know. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> so like the, the the challenges are on other aspects now, and not just on on learning how to paint. So now, how yeah. much of that is uh, how much of your content is dictated to you versus how much you're deciding entirely on your own? I would say, let's put like from my whole month working, I would say maybe one week I can do whatever I want, and one <laughs> week, <laughs> the three weeks I'm doing what other people want, but. Nah. That yeah. sounds like a familiar, a familiar yeah. ratio. Yeah. We all yeah. have that actually. <laughs> but I can say I'm fortunate enough that I I'm, I managed to create a, a format that I don't do anything I don't like. Uh, it's not it might not be exactly what I want to do, but I but can. But you don't hate it. Yeah, I can find. For example, I one week from the month I spend on the sex arcade pick. And it is decided by votes on my subscriber. So okay. I I might not want to draw that character specifically, but I can choose what, what characters I want to draw. So uh, I, I can avoid characters I really don't like. So there is that. It's not terrible. Yeah. I, I'm not when I like, do that... I, when I do that, I know what you're saying because I do that too. It's like at least you get to draw something you still want. But I swear to God, every time I do that, I pick like three characters that I really like and then a fourth one that I'm just like, eh. And, and it always the, eh. the fourth one wins. Of yes. course, yes. Oh my Same God, here. That's so true. <laughs> it's so it's sad. So yeah. I, I, I stopped. There's a few characters I liked so much and I just gave up putting them on the pool, the pool polls because they just never win. Never, never win. So it's kind of sad seeing there. And come on, guys, just one vote. Just so I don't get so sad and <laughs> she doesn't yeah. get one vote. Yeah, it's, 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 it's sad. But at least I I, I made a mistake one time. Then I, I add one character that I really, really don't like. Oh, uh, no. And of course it wins, right? It wins. I, I, added, I added the the character. It was uh, some some character from, uh, from uh, a show called Ruby. I think it will be. Oh, oh yes, yeah. R W B Y. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I just don't like the design. I don't like the. I don't like anything about the, the character. And yeah. people keep asking me, put put character, put her in the pool, put her in the pool. I, I, I put her in the pool, and she won. And I, I had like a massive. Uh, how how is the name for it? Is when you get tired of working, uh, burnout fatigue. I a, yeah. yeah, I had yeah. a burnout that moment. I say, okay, things needs needs to change. So it was a, a learning experience, anyway. So oh, the, actually, you, oh, sorry, Ren. I was no, gonna, you, you, you go ahead. I was going to say, like, speaking of the learning thing, I did find it interesting that you said in the last few years you've been learning a lot because I noticed some of your stuff. I was just looking over your stuff before uh, we had our call. Mm -hmm. Some of your stuff from just a few years ago, like 2016 even, is your your skill has improved like tremendously just in a few short years like can you, thank you thank share you. how you like what are you doing to learn so quickly and so effectively well one one thing i can say is like i work a lot i i, I work every month every week uh, almost every day i'm i'm drawing so no no just the amount of work you 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 get done you inevitably take you 
lead you to to learn but i what what i can say is there was a time uh, and early on patreon on the first three years when i opened my patreon that i wanted to learn to paint that that's what i wanted to learn i i see i, I used to see works like um I, I can't remember the name now, but I, I wanted to learn <laughs> to paint just just with painting, just straight to 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 painting, and I I keep at it, trying trying trying, yeah, I keep repeating the semi process and thinking I was I was going to learn it, and at some point I just I, I'm not gonna learn this now, I, this is not fun, so I decided to try other stuff and just make it easy for myself so i start to learn to drown i i my my, my process shifted to drawing i stopped using 3d on my works so i i noticed this if you if you if you try different things instead of trying to grind the same problem every day every week you learn much more much faster and much yeah. more productive so that's what I did. I, I since I decided to, to try it, I don't stay too long on one style or one one process for too long. I just keep trying different things, different processes, different styles, because you learn with, with each style you learn something different, something that make your process easy. And I think today I'm, I kind of have uh, uh, I have tools from different process that when working together, it makes uh, the whole thing easier as a whole. So yeah, basically just experiment with different things you are not used to. That's, that's what I would do. Cool. Uh, so when you're switching over your styles and everything like that, does that also, do you also switch over software and everything like that? Do you switch to different programs to try them out or have you been using pretty much the same thing? I tried different programs. I tried um, Corel Painter. I tried um, Clip Studio. I, I tried a few, a few, few different softwares, but it's just for me is not is not worth it because I can do pretty much anything I, I want to do on Photoshop today. I, I work it for too for too long. I can do. Anything I have in mind, I know I can find a way to do. That's that's what you're currently using right now as Photoshop. Yes, yes, yes. That's always hey. has been my main tool. Yeah, every I I use Photoshop and I've been using Photoshop for a very long time. I always get people trying to move me over to like Sai or, or yeah, Manga I try Studio or whatever too. the thing is, and I'm I'm such an old man about it. I'm just like I don't like new things. I can relate uh, yeah. to that. Um, and I really know that I should. I, I really should learn how to use these other tools and stuff like that. But I'm like, I'm in this unfortunate position because you're talking about like learning while you're while you're working. I'm in this unfortunate position where I'm kind of like on the line. Where if I take time out to go learn something, it's basically got to be on the job. And if I'm taking time out to learn something. I might not be making money while I'm doing it. Mm, and yeah. so excuses. I and so <laughs> I smell bullshit. Do, uh -oh. do you know? <laughs> you should you should check your pants. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> the call out. Now, if I as soon as I get like a little extra time that's my time, you know, where it's like I don't have uh, kids that are, you know, 
constantly in need of my attention and stuff like that. Okay, that's, that's fair. That's when I'm going kids. to. Yeah, that's when I'm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm such Just a dick, bro. Mentally deleted my family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So as soon as as soon as I get to that point where I can start doing some of my uh, projects for for me, I'm going to like bust open these programs that I have. I actually own a few of them. I just haven't had a chance to like which ones. Um, so I have uh, I had Psy. I don't know if that's still what it's called now. It's still uh, called Psy. I have the manga studio one. Uh, that's now Clip Studio. Clip Studio. OK. Wow. It's uh, been a while since. Yeah. And then I have this other one that that someone just recommended to me a little while ago. Like I own it, but I haven't even downloaded the thing yet. Like I have a license for it, and someone what is recommended. It? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of it. I, I could go looking for it, but then it'd be all like clickety clackety at my desk oh, yeah. here. <laughs> so, because every piece of electronics I own is obscenely loud. But what <laughs> I guess too is old. I always think, is it worth it? Because all these programs that you mentioned, they they think basically drawing like and I don't know I don't see what you would be able to do with these programs that you can do on Photoshop because that's how I, I see I want to learn 3D at some point I want to learn to sculpt in ZBrush or any other program like that mm -hmm. and that's something you can can't do on Photoshop or I, I want to try to try to paint with a more realistic uh, kind of, of media like the the Corel Painter. Photoshop is not very good at it, so mm -hmm. that's like if if I had to to if I had the time to learn a new program today, it would be something that I know you you cannot do on Photoshop. It would be a, a new skill that could improve your your workflow as a whole. But just mm -hmm. learning where is like. Okay, on Photoshop you have the brush. Here you have the pen that there is brushes, and you just renaming different the same tools in different places. That's how I felt when I tried Sai or Clip Studio or these other programs. It's just a different so way. Are to you use. spending a lot of time modifying your your own brushes and stuff like that to get certain feels, or are you yes. um, are you just finding them somewhere? I I. Actually, both. I I trying to. I anytime I see a brush I like or there is a brush, uh, some brush set available, I download it and try it out. But most of the time, I don't use the brush as it is. I I I'm always tweaking because in the end, the brush needs to serve the method that you are trying to 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 work. So you yeah. If you if you if you are drawing drawing, you should not be using a a, a painting brush. Yeah, whenever Sorry. I get a, like a a hard brush or something like that, anytime I pick up a hard brush in Photoshop, I always find like the spacing isn't good enough. So I always have to like drop the spacing down like a lot so that it's still got that smooth kind of feeling to it. Um, yeah, so I don't it. I don't know if it's Photoshop that's doing it or if people don't know to drop the spacing down, but it'll it'll be a little too high and when you're working in a higher resolution you can see like the because it's it's not like some other programs and i think this is why some other people use the other programs because the way that it lays down the brush is slightly different whereas, yeah but you're not going to see that and when you shrink it down that's the thing and it's yeah. really it's a lot better for performance that's why they right. put spacing low yeah it's the uh the 
the Photoshop one is basically it it treats the brush as if it's rapidly clicking it like program right. wise yeah. and yeah. some of the other art programs don't do that they they actually it's a totally different um like programming that they're using for it where it's not just this rapid click and so um, well i mean if you think about it photoshop from a from a from its basic standpoint was not designed from the ground up to be a drawing program yeah. it was designed right. to be yeah. photo editing and uh, manipulation and stuff like that whereas clip studio and manga studio all that kind of stuff sai those are painting programs they're meant to be yep. pen on tablet so um i mean i'm a photoshop advocate as much as i fucking hate adobe as a company i really yeah. like photoshop and um that's that's my primary tool as well but i understand what sabu is saying because i mean i i have a lot of that kind of stubbornness like a lot more to the extreme as hizzy will tell you <laughs> but like say. you know i i'm very much for the longest time i wouldn't even touch manga studio it was still manga studio at that point in time you and i was like i was like why would i ever need this i have photoshop it does everything tell them about I need to how do. you used cs2 for like 20 years we don't, <laughs> we don't talk about that so moving on uh, <laughs> um but i do That's understand funny. certain things being more conducive to my workflow like i will open up bleh, i will open up clip studio from time to time and just lay down my flat colors in clip studio um, simply because the uh, it's better for the that. paint bucket tool is actually pretty smart in that program. Um, that's kind of all I use the program for, but I know a lot of people use it for everything, and you know their stuff comes out great. So you know more power to them. Mm. But um, I, I, I understand what Sabu's talking about as far as like if you're going to invest the time in learning a brand new program, exactly. then that program better do something that I can't do in what I already use. Um, for, I mean, the, the biggest. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, you're going to finish. Okay. Uh, the biggest uh, recent thing for me would be uh, Toon Boom for animation, because there's no way to, uh, Photoshop right. can do any of that crap, and at least it won't look good. That's for sure. But mm. yeah. yeah. What what I would say is like I, I I didn't use it all that much, so maybe there is. Uh, more deeper tools that I don't know about and that would make all the difference but it's like if if I had to change Photoshop to some other drawing program today it would be more our cost about cost because Photoshop need to pay uh, uh. every month and these other problems you pay one time and is is yours right at least so as far as I, as I know so yeah that 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 is a, a good investment depending on your situation yeah, mm -hmm. for so sure. That that's like my, that's how I I think about it. If I, every every second that you use learning a new interface, you is is time you are spending on something. So, I think the best the best use for it is to spend on something that is really different and you really change your process or you're really gonna learn a new thing, then just I don't know some marginal. Increase in, in brush quality, for example. I yeah. use uh, I use Clip Studio and Photoshop like pretty much in equal amounts. It's just uh, I I'm happy to know both programs like the back of my hand because all the time one out of two of these programs will get like an update and then I won't be able to use it. So I have to switch back. Oh, yeah. yeah, 
every time Photoshop updates for me, it'll just be like, oh yeah, you didn't really, you didn't need your color palette, right? Like, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, like, I'm currently, I'm currently in a clip phase because I can't use Photoshop right now because that yeah. shit, it just doesn't run on my computer right now yeah, for whatever do, reason. Do yeah. your, do yourselves a favor and turn off automatic updates yeah, for Photoshop. It, well, I, I did. Once, <laughs> once you get to a certain point. Uh, if you haven't updated Photoshop in a while, uh, now they won't even let you use yeah, it. They won't even let you use it now. You, they will actually be like, well, we see you haven't updated in a while. So um, I think you, I would highly recommend that you do. Uh, <laughs> I highly recommend you lick my sack. Like, fuck off. I'm so paying for this. So it's, you know, it's like it's like, uh, you know, the the mob coming into your shop and being like, oh, it'd be a shame if anything happened to this place. Huh? <laughs> like, uh, Maybe yeah. you should upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, man. But you, you, eventually, you have to, and then the, and then you you do it, and they're like, "Oh, we changed all your shortcuts: Control Z and Control Shift Z. We flipped them just to see what you would do." <laughs> oh you my would god, just... that actually happened. That actually happened. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I was like, "Are you kidding me? It's been like thirty years, yeah. and now you're doing that." I don't it's know for you, what it, reason. I don't know if any of you guys have noticed, but like every time I turn off, like I'll, I'll quit out of Photoshop, I'll be done for the day. And then I'll just randomly go into my task manager to see what's running on my computer. And I shit you not, there are like seven or eight processes still running in the background that all say <laughs> Adobe Libraries, Adobe CCX, Adobe Core. And I have yep. to manually shut all this shit off because there's no way to stop them from running uh just on their own like if you start up any pr adobe product they just all start up too they all come yeah. to the party and they don't want to fucking leave uh, I, the yeah. one i hate is when i go to i just click on photoshop and the creative cloud program will open up and it's like oh you gotta log in to do that and i'm like oh god but i, yeah. I just did this like four hours ago what what changed? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just here. It's the same guy uh, on the I same will, computer. <laughs> I will tell you there is a setting you can do in the Creative Cloud to, to not make that launch every time you start up Photoshop. Oh, you got to hit me with that on the side when we're done. Yeah, because, yeah, man. Like, hit me yeah. up at some point because I also got very frustrated with that. <laughs> and I, I shut that shit down. That does not yeah. happen anymore. But, um, yeah. Wow. For some reason, I don't have this this problem. I just turn off updates and it it just it just goes. I don't I don't remember the last time I had to update Photoshop. Uh, me, wow! Me, what yeah. I'm hearing is that Adobe kicks ass in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just there uh, so far. No no problems, but. I, I I see what you mean. Like it's, yeah. it's good to be able to change programs if you want. All right, guys. Well, I'm moving to Brazil. I gotta. I'm gonna go. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> um, it's funny, actually. Uh, Hizzy, you know the the that really cool YouTuber guy who does the really animated stuff, even though it's real life. James uh, Lee. Yeah, James Lee. Yeah, he has an episode oh, yeah. that's specifically about his love hate relationship with Adobe. I am oh, the yeah. one who sent you that. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, my God. It's a brilliant video, guys. I, whoever's listening it, like, to this five times. Yeah, it's whoever's so relatable. listening to this, go yeah. on YouTube and look up James Lee and just enjoy his content. You know is wonderful. My favorite part about that video is when chick beats him with the ergotron arm because have you guys ever fucking dropped one of those things on your foot no bye bye foot like, you can feel the pain of that you don't need two anyway I know. <laughs> you don't need 10 toes 
<laughs> oh man, that's a good video. Wow. So oh, that's man. how you got the nickname Pogo. It all makes sense now. Hey. Just just, <laughs> just hopping around. Good <laughs> shit. So as wow. far uh Sabu, back to you. Sorry for going off on that tangent. <laughs> no. Um, we do we do that sometimes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as far as your your current projects that you've got going on, I, I know as far as what is on your Twitter. It looks like Sex Arcade is kind of the uh, the ongoing project that you have going on. Yes. And um, from what you just said a little while ago, it's based on what your patrons vote for. So you just kind of do whatever characters that they want to see for that particular week or month or whatever. Exactly. That's I, I every 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 month I I take five five characters. That's. I usually do a post with give me suggestions, say post characters you like to see and like the the characters you see on the list. So the characters that have more likes, I will just see if I like them and put together a list of five and put up for voting. And okay. at, at some point, I close the voting and do the character that wins, and that's how it, it have been going since I started the Patreon. Cool. But I have I have also um, a new a new well this sex arcade is just just on subscribe star at the moment because Patreon decide they don't like my work there so it's just subscribe star and but I have a Patreon for my other type of co of content that that is um, I dread the day that Patreon comes for anything that I do and they're like yeah. You would like yeah. it if you just, you know, fucked off. <laughs> yeah, they, they do it. Yeah, they they, they do it. They, they they are they are very. You know, happy. I hear there's a company that'll help you out with that kind of thing. Oh, really? Oh, tell me more. Good uh, organic bit there, Hizzy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Patreon is like is like art death, and it comes for us all. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it does. But you know what? The resurrection. Yeah. I like. I, I, so the moment you said that, I have this vision in my head of like the Grim Reaper, but the face under the hood is just the P logo for it's Patreon. Just the P, just this orange or red P sitting yeah. under there, and the skeletal hand reaching out. <laughs> Oh yeah. my God! Death comes. Who, for us who all. recently had art death from there? Someone, someone very big. Uh, no. I don't know. I hear about it like every other week. Yeah. It, okay. it, it's kind of sad, actually, when you think about it. Though we're like, oh, it's oh, who absolutely is, terrible. Who is that? Who is that really big person who just had their entire life shut down? Oh, I don't know. It happens all the time. We lost track. Like that's Ugh. yeah, that's so bad yeah. Yeah. when you think about it. It reminds me of PayPal. Oh wait. They just happen to be in cahoots with Patreon. So. That happened to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Who yeah. picked you up after you fell down, Flux? Who did that? <laughs> oh, you know, well, the, these two people came along into my life, and yeah, they helped me out. Um, well, who were they? <laughs> if we don't say it, I'm sorry. Here's the thing. If we don't say it, Mike's going to jump down my throat later. <laughs> oh, it's like you oh, had shit, the perfect you sorry, sorry. Mike, Mike, it's Koopa. Koopa. Mike, don't, don't, Koopa. don't hurt me. <laughs> Don't hurt me, Mike. It's Koopa. It's Koopa. If any adult artist needs a website or a place that they're not going to have their rug ripped out from under them by some corporate entity, Art Grim Reaper, hit me up. Because yep. we do that. 
Koopa Networks. Yep. So, uh, so I mean, how how has Subscribestar been treating you, though, Sabu? I don't. I personally don't hear much about them, so I'm interested in hearing how how they've been treating you since you went over there. The the thing is, Subscribestar is it is a new platform, mm-hmm. like at least in the in this 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 um, this type of work, but. So it's like the platform is very bare. There's a lot of a lot of things you had I had on Patreon that they don't have, like oh. the ability to pause. Uh, if you want to pause for a month, I I, I did found find a way to do it, and you you cannot do multiple creations. It's just one time. You, you cannot have a per creation campaign. So that's that's not good, but they they are a good um, they are good in, in getting back to you and okay. trying to help and trying to to make things work. At least that's my my experience with it. Do so, you still have Patreon, Sabu, or did they did I they have, kick you? No, my my Patreon for the Sex Arcade is is, is no more. <laughs> they, oh. they they got they got. But to be honest, I, I knew I knew it would, it would happen at some point because I was <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the I writing was, not, was on the wall. Yeah, and I was not trying to really do what they 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 told me that I should do. That is change my content. I was not trying to do it. I was just trying to work around it. Like, ah, you, you cannot post this kind of content on Patreon. So I didn't post it there. You cannot link your, your content with Patreon. So I just stopped linking. People find me anyway. It's just put Patreon Sabu on Google and they, they find me. I think that was the the last big controversy, actually, now that you've mentioned it, is that whoever it was that got their stuff axed, it they was were linking it on social were, media. Yeah, it wasn't on their Patreon. It was somewhere else. Yes. But the thing is, people are saying that you, if you had... If you had content on your page outside Patreon, they, they could finish finish your Patreon, and that is true. But as far as far as I know, where information I have, I might be wrong there, and, and they did it for other people. It's just if you if you link your profile anywhere else with your Patreon, like if I have a Twitter and you post I don't know bestiality, and put a link to your Patreon, then they will shut you down. But if yeah, because it's uh, it's based off of the click through on the link. That's where they're pulling that data from. So if you yeah. have a, you know, a Pixiv or something or you know whatever that you're posting something that they you can't have on Patreon, and you're like, oh, if you like my work, support me on Patreon, and you link it, someone clicks on that, they immediately know over a Patreon. Oh, this is where it's coming from. This is where the traffic is coming in, exactly. and they can just yeah. So God, yeah, that makes damn sense. it. Yeah, that's hmm? so annoying. Yeah, it is. It is really <laughs> annoying. But they, they told me you cannot post uh, this your content here, and I would just kept changing. And at, it got to a point they say you cannot send, send messages to your patrons using t- this kind of content. And I, okay, I just oh sent to you. Yeah, <laughs> but I would. I would I'm getting so triggered. <laughs> you know, it's it's. You guys have seen uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok, right? Of course. Yeah. You know that scene where Hela goes into the thing and she's talking to uh, Carl Urban there in his armor and she's pulling down those those murals from the thing and she says about Odin like, you know, happy to have it, ashamed of how he got it. That's Patreon. Because yes, totally. They're happy to have our money, but they're ashamed of how they got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. But I, I, the way that I did is just... I'm, 
I'll be honest, I'm just I just want to drown. I don't like to 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 I don't like I don't I don't like to have too many responsibilities. I, I don't want mm. to have a lot of things I, I need to, to deal with. So having some platform that just deal with it for me it, it was really good. And there is the thing, if you if you are on Patreon for a long time and you have a, a, a big uh, audience there, you will not be able to take that audience for somewhere else. You can mm-hmm. convert parts of the people, but I I can guarantee that at yeah. least seventy percent you will lose, lose on the transaction. Yeah. That's yeah. There's no way That's, to save it. Unfortunately, uh, in that situation, I mean that happened to me with PayPal stuff too. Because once you're you have an audience that's used to doing things a certain way, and when you take that away and say, "Hey, come over here and do it this way instead," uh, a huge majority <laughs> of those people are just. I mean, let's be honest. All of us are lazy on the internet, yep. and myself included. When when you put a new obstacle in my way, even if it's one more click in my brain, it's just like, ugh, why do I have to click another time? You yeah. know, uh, yeah. it's this insurmountable obstacle all of a sudden. But yeah. I get it. it you know, it's and, and there's unfortunately the just part of it. You know, mm. Many many people just support you and forget and just don't don't look at it anymore. I, I had one patron that. He, he, the, the person never, never, never voted, never used the links I sent with the rewards. He was just there, and he got my top, top pledge, but top tier, and just never, never interacted. So, yeah, he he probably was ne- never even remembering that he he have signed up for my account. Yeah, I remember. So I'm in the the patreon uh discord and it was like a few weeks back they were talking about they they had they had it's like a known phenomenon to them that you get people who sign up for a patreon but don't forget rem- yeah like they they've forgotten that they had that they're doing the support and there were people who were like talking about like they were advocating exploiting that mechanic like how do you get more of those people and i'm like you you don't want those people though. Like, I mean, yeah, but you know, you do want to have some money coming in and stuff, but ideally you want to have, I mean, I think you want to have that interaction with people so that it doesn't get, you know, stale or, or stagnant or anything. Cause if, if people aren't interacting with the content, you're, like, you're basically I, I just pitching stuff out into the void and you, you know, you don't know uh, what people think of it or what they want from it. It's I'm not going to refuse. <laughs> don't worry, going to refuse the money, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to refuse I mean. if you just, you know, have a payment for $10 set up every month to just come to me. You know, whatever. So I'll take it. I have, I have experience with this exact thing, and it's been kind of frustrating because it's been going on with this one person on Patreon for probably two years now. They've been supporting me at the highest tier that I offer, and... Every time, like I, e- I email out all the content at the beginning of every new month, so just so I don't host anything on Patreon and further incur the wrath of the Patreon gods. But um, I email out all the stuff, and every single month, I get a kickback in my email saying this one person's email address just does not exist. And I try and go on Patreon. I've done this several times. I'll go on Patreon, and I try to contact the person via the message system on Patreon have never gotten a response in two years and all the information they provided as far as contact stuff, none of it actually works, but they pay me every month on like clockwork 
for this pledge that they aren't receiving because the email doesn't go through. And I'm just like, I wonder if this person even knows that this is happening. Do they care? Like, sure, I appreciate the support and the money, but at the same time, they're not getting anything for their for their yeah. pledge, and it, I feel it does, bad it does about feel it. a little dishonest. I've had yeah, I've had a couple commissioners actually, and that seems even stranger from commissioners because it's like you paid for this thing, so they'll pay me, and I'll do a thing, and then I need like feedback, like okay, I got to this point that we talked about. Now I need further instruction to be able to finish this. I'll send out an email, send a message, whatever it is that we have. Never hear back, and I'm yeah. like, um, did you want? Did you want your picture? Like, right. And so I'm always like faced with this dilemma. Do I just finish it and just call it. it and call it good? Yes. Uh, and then yeah. risk them popping up and being like, no, you have to do it again. Or no, fuck you. What? <laughs> no, Get out of here. Uh, Get the or, hell out of here. Like what? it's basically you're choosing. What do you want to be reviewed badly for? Do you want yeah. to be reviewed badly for finishing something that isn't what they wanted? Or do you want to be reviewed badly for not finishing it? You can reply to that review like, yo, homie didn't ever tell me what he wanted, so. <laughs> yo, yeah. yo, homie. Uh, but you can also do it with the other thing, too. Be like, I've sent you 10 emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over, again, over the course of two years, it, I have yeah. tried every avenue available to me. And at this point, I'm just like, well, maybe this person is just super generous and super rich and this doesn't even make them blink. And yeah. I, I hope they're rich. You know, I hope this doesn't affect them in any kind of uh, financially negative way. If it did, they way. would know and they would cancel it. I right. would hope so, yeah. E so. Email is good for uh, having a record of the discussion that you can just be like, go back to and like, here's the receipts. But I I feel like messaging, I, I, I like it better. So uh, Discord, even Twitter messages, like Twitter, Twitter DMs. I feel like it's it's quicker. Like if I need a response, I get it a lot faster. Yes. Um, yes, yes. If people are emailing, they'll maybe check it once a day. So if you started early in your day at the beginning of your, you know, quote shift, uh, <laughs> and then you you hit a point where you have a question like, oh shit, like one reference has has the character looking like this, and one reference has this. Which do I go with? Uh, you're going to send out the, the the email or whatever, and you might not hear back from them for four hours or 24 hours or whatever. But if you message them on Twitter or you message them on Discord, you're usually going to get a response pretty quick. Exception to that uh, being when I did my uh, when I did my October sketches, I had a few people who I would message at like 10 in the morning, and I wouldn't hear from them until like nine at night. They're like, "Oh yeah, I didn't. I I just haven't been checking Discord." And I'm like, "But but why?" <laughs> i don't understand why is your discord on and you're not checking why are you not talking to me <laughs> oh god so the only like real big downside to that whole messaging thing like when you're sitting there and you're, you're waiting is you kind of feel like someone's needy ex <clears throat> you're kind of sitting there like like <laughs> why why haven't you responded to me why, why, are you mad why, why aren't you talking to me are you, are you mad at me did i say receipt. something like <laughs> I so, see the check mark. You have yeah, seen I, my message. I see message. you read this. I see you talking to your friends. Oh my god! You Clearly, know, Discord say says you're playing fucking uh, Overwatch right now. I know you're online. I disabled that thing that shows you if, if that lets them see if yeah. you saw their message. I disabled it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Text messaging has started doing that shit on my phone for some oh, reason. Yeah, iPhone always. Uh, funny, I, I don't like. I, I, I there is a long time since I I took commissions and I started again, like two months ago, 
And the first thing I, I put on the terms of service, how I work, is that I don't send sketches or I, I don't send approval or anything. I don't, I don't like to. I, I feel like it, it breaks the, the flow of the, the thing. So I totally. just I get all the information before and like you I have to trust my <laughs> you have to trust my work. I will do what I want to do and get in, in the end. And because I, I know that depends on the, the type of commission. Some people want something really specific, but uh, the, uh, when I It's got, hard to work like that. Yeah, it's like uh, you don't feel like you are creating. You are just uh, printing on something that is on the mind of some other person. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do so, you get Do you get a lot of pushback from doing it that way? Like, once you give them the completed piece, do they ever come back to you and be like, "Oh, that's not what I wanted. Do it this way." But so far, I only I only did did two commissions. It was just last month. But it is very explicit that how, how it works on my my terms of service. Okay. And I, I feel like I'm doing this for a long time, so people kind of know my work, and I think they know what to expect. They know what, what I do. So yeah, they should be able to trust you. They should. If they're coming to you. They and, should. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to filter it down to people who want to do what I want to do so everyone is happy. I don't, sure. I don't, if, if, I, if, I, if I get commissions like, okay, the, the hair should be a bit more yellow and the eye should... I don't think neither of us would be happy with that kind of commission. So it is yeah. something I'm trying to take care while I, I get back on commissions. Did we, um, <clears throat> sorry, did we have a few questions that people had for Sabu? Do we have those? We have a few, but not a lot. People don't ask a lot of questions these days. Hmm. Um, What's up with that, people? We're going to have yeah, to start that, beating them. Dude, podcast question channel is freaking crickets. Oh, there's one. Okay, this is kind of a double question because someone else asked this very similar question also. Mm -hmm. Vanny Meadle asks... And I guess also Turtle Chan asks, what inspired you to draw not safe for work content and how did you begin the sex arcade? And then Turtles was like, what was your first real porn drawing? Mm. Well, I, I, the reason I started is just because I, I like it. I, I, I found some hentai comics. Um, I, how, what is the name for it? Where there, there's there are places where you can buy comics. I don't know the name Faku? in English. What? what? Like Faku or or comic book store? Comic book store. Yes. There's oh this. oh, got it. I found some hentai comics there, and I bought it. And I oh, you can do that with drawings. Okay. I <laughs> I didn't know, and I I like it, and I start doing it, but just for myself and on paper back. Like, and when I this when I find out Renta Foundry, I just posted posted there and people like it and, and I, I did more. But it was just basically did I did, did because I like it. Cool. And what was the other question? Um What uh, well I guess you answered that. How did you begin the sex arcade? I think you may have covered that too. Uh, well, yeah, but basically it's just 
things I like to draw, and I did the first text arcade was just my idea. I just want to do something like that, and people liked it and started commissioning more pictures uh, on the same setting. Setting, so things just grow from there. Cool. All right. Um. Here's another one from someone on Twitter called Source Has Ores. Shout out. That's my friend. He asks, if your digital devices are down, would you upload traditional work? Is the switch hard or does it keep you focused? Mm. If, if I had to, I think I would enjoy it more even because I, I have less experience with tradition. I used to, to draw in tradi traditional media before I, I, I joined Hentai Founder. And after that, it was just just digital. So if I had to go back to traditional, I think I would actually enjoy it, but it would affect how much work I can do. Because, yeah. yeah, digital is just a lot faster. And I think for some reason, it's like when you when you draw non-safe for work, people people want people want something that is shiny and is soft and is you know there is there's that that quality yeah. that is needed for non-safe work. And much of that is only is only possible with that speed on digital. And traditional would be much more I don't know more. You, you you need to rely more on on your artistic um, tastes. Is is not as is is less. I don't know less porn. It, just just by the limitations, is it turns more into art than just porn. It's, it's hard to you to do a very shiny book on on paper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. So yeah, I would enjoy it, but I think I would not. I would have to change my my way of life because there there would not be the same income. Yeah. Uh, there's another question, but I feel like it's already been answered, so we'll skip it. Um, there are some questions that you sent me that you say your fans ask you more often than not, so maybe we can ask a couple of those and see. Uh, sure. What what interesting stuff comes out? All right. So first one, and I am very interested in this also because I love the stuff that you draw. Why do you draw the themes that you draw? <laughs> yeah, that I, I will say that I, when I told you they asked this, I was putting it in a better way than people used to ask me this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> it's not, it's not so polite. Uh, yeah. And. I think I think it is the same answer as what I think anyone who draws this this kind of content is just because because I like it. Um, the reason why I, I don't I don't usually answer because when people ask me this, they are actually just looking for a way to be confronted. Shame you. Yeah, they are no, just no. trying to pick a fight. Yeah. Of course. If I had to answer. The truth is, I, I don't I don't want to know why I want to do why I I'd like to do what I do. <laughs> if, if, I, if I was a, if I was to go on a psychiatrist, I always do work for it. Someone someone that would mess with my head and try to discover why I like the stuff I like. There's probably yeah some, kink shame. Yeah, mm. there's probably some root there, 
I don't know, maybe uh, there is probably some root for why I like what I like because everyone there is a reason for that. Uh, sure. Save, save it for your therapist, Sabu. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And but do it, do do anyone want to know why you like what you like? There's just you just yeah, it's do, weird. Yeah, you you just everyone is a bit weird. And there's no that that's I've, that's not relevant for. And it's for one that. of those one of those things too where. I've, I, I know I've mentioned it before sometime in the past. I don't know if it was recorded at the time or whatever, but like, you know, people will kind of get on you for some of the, the darker themes yeah. that you, you express in art. And it's like, well, I mean, this would not be the first time that an artist has expressed some sort of uh, relationship to a dark theme through their art, whether it's, oh, I want to cope with it or I've become very fascinated with this or whatever, but it is still art at its core and people seem to forget that like a lot of people have really gotten to this point where they so identify with fictional content that they confuse reality mm. with that thing or endorsement and it's I, it's very odd I would, to me i would say i i can in some level understand why people ask this because no artist is is the same no one no artist does artist mm. because of the same reason Mm -hmm. And there are people who the, the reason why they want to do art is to send a message or to fight for a cause or to express themselves or to there's many reasons why why someone wants to do some piece of art. And I can I can understand someone who likes uh, art that uh, is here to fight for a cause or for, to make a better world or whatever it is. I can understand people liking it, but I think people don't understand that not all art has the same objective. I, I yep. don't I don't do what I do because I I want to cope or, or something or to try don't try to promote anything. I draw where I draw because it, it is a story, it is a fantasy, it is a a dark dark thing that I I like to see on the paper. The same way I I, I see a, a, a horror movie. It's just entertainment, and some people just like dark entertainment. So mm. my entertainment don't needs to be your cause for something. It's not yeah. the same thing, and people it's, just forget. It's interesting when people can't tell the difference in those things because every artist I've seen who actively advocates for a thing, like you, you'll get artists who are trying to be like um, um, promoting, um, uh, like making. Uh, being very positive about like trans rights or something like that. And you can see who those artists are because they, mm -hmm. they flat out tell you, mm -hmm. this is why I do this. Like I yep. want, I want a pause. I want positive depictions of these things. I want visibility. And they're very clear on that, you know? Yes. And so for someone to then do something that's dark, like his, he'll have like some dude choking some bitch out while, while flower <laughs> and never once has his, he been like, like yeah, I just need women to get choked out all the time. <laughs> like, I I am all for women getting choked out on the regular, you know. Like she's never once said that, but people seem to confuse that, you yeah, know. People like, get mad. They get mad yeah. at me. Like 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 you're out there trying to get some dude to choke them out. Like yeah, why would I know. why would you endanger me like this, Izzy? Like, yes, it's so like crazy. I, it's 
Yeah. And I, I find it funny because it's like people, it's, it's, a lot of people seems to think that everything needs to be correct. Like as if fantasies need to be correct. Fantasies yeah. don't need to be correct. That's why they are fantasies. That's, That's why it's they, fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They don't need to be correct. They, they don't need to be good. They don't need to be any. They, they don't need to be anything apart from what you want to do. And, and with the internet, it's so easy to just pass on it if you don't like it. Yeah. Super easy to click away from it. But I think this this the people who get mad about it is the people who thinks that the reason why you're doing what you're doing is the same reason why the artists they, they like do what they do, and it just isn't. It, it isn't. Every artist do what they want with art and it's not to it's not always to make out the world better or to fight for some cause or anything i just do what i do because i enjoy it and that's it, mm-hmm. it, it, it don't, you don't need to like no one needs to like it and right yeah yep. that that's the, the my opinion on, on on this topic in general yeah. i oh, love that's, it that's great yeah <laughs> love it all right um maybe one more a lot of these I feel like we kind of touched on. Yeah, there are a lot of these that we did. Uh, co- like we covered uh, we covered some brushes. Uh, oh, yeah. We covered... Yeah. Uh, In fact, we covered almost all of this. <laughs> yeah, we did cover most of them. Um, I did want to ask you, uh, there was one that I had. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how, how I phrased it. <laughs> so... Um, do you have... Like we were, we were talking earlier about the your ratio of things that I have to do versus yes. things that I want to do. Um, what was the thing like recently? We don't have to go all the way back to 12 years ago, just mm. recently. What was the thing that you were like most excited to do? Like the thing that you like when or you, that were you done, haven't gotten to do yet or that you haven't gotten to do yet. Yeah. Because the, you know, we all have like that project where we have to either put it off or we have that project where we finished it. And we felt so good, like, oh, this is what I wanted, you know, the whole time. Uh, yeah. What do you have that, that is falls in one of those categories? It, actually, it is something I was thinking a lot recently. That is, is like, I, 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 is, I feel like my art is starting to get close to what I want to do. My, the, the type of art I, I'll create, I mean, like the, the look of it, the techniques. And I, I I don't feel like I want there's a there's always a lot of things you want to learn, but I don't see see a lot of things that I want to learn. I, I, there's a lot of things I don't know how to do it, but I don't necessarily want to do that yet. So uh, the things I want to do, I'm starting to get there. I feel like I'm starting to, to, to be able to create the type of art I want. And with time I feel like storytelling in general is is the thing that that makes me more creative so i decided that i i have my subscribe star is the sex arcade uh, project and it will keep being what it is but i started a new patreon with just uh fanboys content i don't use the word trap because people say that's not a good word to use so i just call it fanboys and is this uh, the Zelda thing you were doing? No, the Zelda is something I used to do when I had a patron. But now oh, that I okay. only can do one picture per month on Subscribe Star, because if I do two pictures, 
I cannot charge for it. It's like Ugh. no matter how many works I do, I only can, I, I my 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 supporters will only be charged one time. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's it, unfortunate. Yeah, so I I kind of I will need to leave the Zelda project on hold until they Aww. fix. Yeah, it's sad because I I had a long a long story to tell on that. I was enjoying that project <laughs> immensely. <laughs> Glad you like it. And I, I have some places I want to take that 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 saga, but it will get back because I talk to people on on Subscribestar and say, they say they are working on implementing a fair creation option. Oh, good. Yeah. So when it it gets back, I will be able to make a second second creation per month on on there, and it will probably be the Zelda comics. But together Yay. with it, I'm doing uh, this Patreon with, with basically traps and fanboys and that kind of stuff. And I decided that I would not, I would do one fun, fun art for per month for that that content. There is mostly, uh, I've been doing a lot of link pics. People love, just love link, and so I'm drawing <laughs> drawing him a lot. But I was yeah, I've been to, seeing it. They're good. Yeah, yeah. folks just love the link so i will keep doing while they want there's no problem but i will use the most parts i i will dedicate for that project to make my personal uh original characters and to develop their history and that's the thing i'm most excited about right now that is awesome. being able to create a character and the words and tell Tell a, a history about it because it is a different type of creativity and something I have not, I have not tried a lot so far. It was re from from most of the time since I started drawing, it was all technical, how to draw, how to do good shapes. Yeah. And now is the first time I feel a bit free from from that concern, and I can start to look for stories and characters and yeah. dynamics that's so awesome yeah <laughs> i'm so happy for you <laughs> oh thank you i can say it's funny because it's the first time that i can i it, it might sound weird or, or sound kind of pompous but it's the first time i feel like an artist because oh my god yeah because before that i felt like a, a craftsman not oh my god like, <laughs> yeah are you guys hearing this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we you remember that conversation we had with uh, Queen where have we, where have a while we heard back this before. Yeah. With Queen where he, you know, was regarding himself as uh, an amateur as, you know, someone who's who's not Who? uh, it's one of our friends uh, oh, okay. that we we had almost a very similar conversation with and he yeah. was like oh you know i'm a amateur and i was like no man it you're a professional you're a professional artist you you support yourself you make money doing this you have a following you're a professional like you can it's okay for you to call yourself a professional and not be pompous not be um you know condescending or kind of you know high on your own supply as it were you know you <laughs> you're allowed to do that you've earned it and uh, Sabu, you've definitely, you've definitely <laughs> yes. earned the the ability to call yourself an artist because um, not only, not only, uh, you know, do you have that technical skill which we can all see, but in a way, I would say that the art, the arcade thing, is almost like it. It's not like you created that genre, oh, but if I were to ask any other given artists 
about that genre you would probably be the one that that defines it for them like they would probably think yeah sabu sabu is the mm. one who does these things and that's that's awesome that i it would be great to be in a position like that i imagine but i i cannot complain i i, I the sex arcade was a uh, i don't know if you have time uh, uh, maybe i'm just talking too much but the sex arcade was a uh, i i love it then i for a period of time i i was not enjoying it but then i today i i like it again so it's, it's good to know there's people who like it as much as i do now it's it's nice to have it's nice to have something that is yeah out i there love everything you so do man mm -hmm. that's yeah. awesome thank you that's thank awesome. you big fan all right Th thanks thanks a yeah. lot guys yeah. really <laughs> well i think that's that's pretty much uh all we've got um i mean real real quick i mean just what uh, do they search for yeah let's your, make sure we get these links uh, in subscribe here. star so people can search for you on on subscribe star we yeah oh if they just search me on twitter arroba sex arcade Wonderful. they will find all the links there there's my oh. subscribe star my gumroad yes, star everything perfect so will we will we have easy. these will we have these links also hizzy on the uh okay good all right uh awesome. everybody good yeah that's that's great it was great having you um Thank you. it's it's great for me to be here i always like when i can be here i think we were talking about making this more of a regular thing ren too. is our new um, yeah uh as far as i'm concerned you're, you're an official co-host of the the podcast his Yay. yeah so nice. it'll be it'll be the three it'll be the a threesome <laughs> from now on plus guests sometimes nice nice oh yeah, yeah thank really you for coming on I, i'm glad you you invited me really yeah, we love to have you here absolutely yeah, thank you so much for being here. Um, Hizzy and Ren, of course, as always. Thank you for being here. Ew, gentle. And thank you, gentle listener. Ray Shadow Legend. Today's episode is brought to you by Koopa Networks, Dollar Shave no, Club, none of that. Fuck v that Nord shit. VPN. Um, yeah, Koopa Networks. What else we got? Always brought by Koopa Networks. If you need a host, if but you actually, need a website, Koopa Networks, if you're scared, though. Patreon's going to come but, and give you the long dick yeah. of the law up the ass. Come to me. <laughs> they, I feel they, like we need will. one of those they black will. and white commercials that shows like someone getting <laughs> fucked in the yeah. ass by a big corporation and be like, tired of this happening to you? There's got to be a better way. Anyway. All, All right. right. You Thank guys. you guys so much for being here and uh, we'll catch me. you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.